great to have you along here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can keep more of what you make. Think about that. Ideas from me. That means you expect that the advice, information, whatever I give is going to work for you in your life, that I'm not wasting your time. But there are times that you may feel that I didn't deliver. And that's why at Clark.com we have Clark Stinks. It's where you could go and post where I disappointed you, you feel I gave bad advice, incomplete information, or I'm lame. Whatever it is, you go and post. Others can read your post, they can comment on it, and once a week, our producer Krista reads all your posts at Clark Stinks and picks and chooses which ones to share with you here on the air. I should have never encouraged you to speak. You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right, pal. All right, I'm going to start out with a true, true, pure Clark Stinks, okay? I'm ready. The title is Smelly Mr. Howard, and here's the post. Stink, stank, stunk. Clark's specialties are equivocation, excuse-making, and convenient memory lapses. Wow. That's it. That's the whole thing? That is it. Clark, have you changed your socks lately? Because I can smell you all the way from Jacksonville. In regards to the Ask Clark on April 27th, and the question was, is Mint SIM cell phone service worth giving a try? First, they are now called Mint Mobile. Second, you do not have to buy their plans a year at a time. You can buy them for three months, six months, and 12 months. Pricing can vary based on promotions. Also, if you are a new customer and purchase a three-month plan, you can receive a full refund if not satisfied. Lastly, data is unlimited, however throttled, after you go over the 2, 5, or 10 gig allotment with each corresponding plan. Thanks again for all you do. Sincerely, Taylor from Jacksonville. Taylor, thank you. And Mint Mobile is the new name replacing Mint Sim. And... I apologize for not talking about the three-month plan versus the year plan. The reason I was doing that was I was trying to give a a waterfront picture about what it would cost to have service with Mint Mobile over the year. And it is one of the alternatives that if you are willing to live with a data cap of different levels that can save you a substantial amount of money the most popular plan is $15 a month for your cell phone service. All right. You recently spoke about batteries, and a few people posted about that. First, cheap batteries. When listening to Clark talk about buying off-brand batteries at the dollar store and trying the Amazon Basics brand, I couldn't help but think, why doesn't he just go to his beloved Costco? Their Kirkland Signature batteries are great, and they even have sales in the non-generic brands, and they actually took a picture of, of a Duracell. sale at Costco. Yeah. Duracell. Well, I would not buy the Duracells in the AA or AAA at Costco. I would buy the Kirkland Signature batteries that got an ultra-high rating from Consumer Reports magazine as the best uh, it outranked several of the brand name battery sellers, and the Costco battery is about twenty-seven cents each for the double A's and the Warehouse Club pack, and I think it's thirty-one cents 
each approximately for the triple A's. Here's another one. I'm smelling dollar store batteries. Love the show, but I think the dollar Clark, but I think the dollar store battery endorsement smells a little. Ha ha. While they may be serviceable for a remote or something not powerful, my fellow listeners should exert caution if they wish the batteries to perform for things that require real power, such as a flashlight or something with a motor, for example, a toy or wine opener, etc. The compared performance is terrible. You will notice that there are two different there are different power classes on the Sunbeam batteries where you can buy one, two, or four all at the same price point. To get something to work properly, it requires the one battery per dollar deal. We started using Amazon and they seem to perform at the same level as the big players. Anyways, thanks for all the help along the way, Clark. My fiance and I are both debt free now in large part due to your advice. Well, thank you very much for that. Now I was um, I've been to Dollar Tree and I bought the Sunbeams. I only saw the alkalines in the four pack for a dollar. Next time I'm in Dollar Tree, which who knows that could even be today. Anyway, I'll see if my Dollar Tree is selling the alkalines that way with different levels of power. And lastly, landfill batteries. Clark doesn't use rechargeable batteries topped up by his solar house. I'm surprised. Gosh, I am so bad about that. And producer Joel uses rechargeable batteries and has tried to get me in the habit of doing that. And duly noted, and I will get with the program. He also did those, like, cloth diapers. He goes all in. I know. Tesla MPG. Clark, your Tesla's fuel economy doesn't stink, but it's nowhere near what the EPA claims it is. The EPA has never corrected its equivalent miles per gallon formula for electric vehicles to take into account the second law of thermodynamics, resulting in EMPG ratings that are about three times what they should be. So your Tesla doesn't get 130 miles per gallon, more like 40 to 50, which is on par with an inexpensive secondhand Prius and my little 22-year-old Econobox. I love that your Econobox is 22 years old. I will also tell you that I love driving an electric car, and it's an experience. Once you drive an electric car, it's hard to go back to a gas engine car is for whether the EPA uh, equivalent mileage estimates are wrong, I'm not qualified to speak on that. I'll take your word on that. Filtered water. My water comes from a public water supply which has 14 contaminants or more. I'm using a high-quality countertop water filter which Consumer Reports does not even mention. I highly recommend the Aquacera, and they give the model number, when we have to a boil water advisory, I never have to boil my water. What really hurts is I was hoping to get advice by using Clark Stinks. Failed. Loyal listener, Charlie. Get advice by using Clark Stinks? I'm not quite sure. But the water filter thing. They're saying that Consumer Reports never even mentioned this water filter they love okay. and that that's what they use. Okay. So with um, with the water thing... I was most impressed with a device that I saw at CES in January in Vegas, the con used to be called the Consumer Electronics Show, which is a key ring device that is able to test water to see if it is, in fact, fine for you to drink or not because of impurities or chemicals in it. And this device is able to 
check out a water source in about three seconds, and it fits on a key ring, and I hope that this ends up with something that becomes a consumer item in the United States as it has in Israel and in parts of Europe. New Gmail Snapchat-like delete feature. I was baffled by the promotion of the auto-delete feature of the new Gmail. Maybe I'm being obtuse here, but what would you need this for? I don't know if it's Clark's love of all new tech that excited him so or what, but this feature made me cringe. I wish he had gone from another angle, from the other angle, and informed people had a screenshot. I see massive abuse potential for this. Maybe it's a woman thing. I, I hate that as, aside, but yeah. As the recipient of unwanted and even threatening email contact in the past, this makes me nervous and made me instinctively research how to screenshot on my various electronics. It can vary from device to device. Sorry, Mr. Clark, but I wish you would think these new features through before getting so giddy. P.S. Thank you and your team for all that you do. I appreciate that, and you're right. That's the, uh, the unfortunate consequence that can occur when, let's say, uh, someone's being harassed and they're receiving messages that then are going to vanish, and your idea of learning how to screenshot is great, and that is actually an Achilles heel of the new Gmail feature that wipes a message clean is that someone who's a recipient who doesn't want that message to disappear can simply screenshot it. So I apologize if I was tone deaf in my description of it, not looking at how it could be misused, and you've set that record straight. Insurance for person with newly diagnosed sleep apnea. Well, I cannot speak for the caller, but I am thinking Clark was sleep deprived when he responded to this caller. A 34-year-old male called explaining that he has newly diagnosed sleep apnea and also needs additional life insurance. With this diagnosis, he will not be entitled to the best price policy as he was before. Clark reviewed several options with him. However, apparently because of Clark's sleep-induced fog, he did not mention another more obvious option. That being, can the caller take steps to eliminate his sleep apnea? Since the caller's insurance need was not emergent in nature, time is on his side. Perhaps a slight weight loss will collect, correct the problem, thereby entitling him to a preferred price policy. Instead of researching insurance options, perhaps Clark should have instructed the caller to research all possible options to remedy his situation, thereby improving his health and his wallet. Clark, I hope you got some sleep right after responding to this caller. That is absolutely wonderful advice, and that's an area on which I must profess I am not knowledgeable. I don't understand much about sleep apnea, other than that the number of people who have it has apparently been increasing, and I appreciate you having an alternative way to look at it. And one thing I got to tell you, Krista, was great today, is the extreme variety of posts and topics. But one thing in particular I got to note, every time I have ever talked about batteries, it has led to a huge number of responses. Batteries and razors, everybody uses them. So they just really generate so much emotion in people (laughs) and reaction, and I appreciate that. And I want to hear from you if you feel I'm off the mark 
Just go to Clark.com, go to Clark Stinks, and please let me know. Carol is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Carol. Hello, Clark. Thank you for taking my call. I am a huge fan. So Thank you very much. So I have a question, a two-part question, on my um, retirement uh, account with the stock market kind of making me a little nervous, and I know I have for years found great comfort in your telling me to stay put, stay put, stay put, but I'm getting older now, and so I'm in a target retirement 2025, and I'm wondering whether or not, uh, you know, with the fluctuation of the stock market, how, how old do I need to be when I start to be concerned about the mix? Well, see, that's the beauty of the target retirement fund, as long as the administrator of the Target Retirement Fund is doing their job right, they have the mix of investments right for you looking at retirement seven years away or somewhere approximating that in a 2025 fund. So even at the point at which you'd retire, you would still have a need to have a meaningful, significant portion of your money invested in stock type choices. So I would imagine with a 2025 fund, they've got you perhaps somewhere around 60, 65% stocks. Yeah. I, and I think uh, about 30% is in like bonds. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's the other part of the question is with interest rates going up, the impact of that on bonds, I feel like it's uh, like neither side of it's safe right now yeah you know in the short term it it pretty much always feels like that but if you look longer term and i know seven years is not long term but it's longer you know it's a a mid-length kind of horizon i think that if it makes you nervous then you could go into move your money to the 2020 fund but then you'd have an even higher mix of the money and bonds. That's, and, that's what and, I was, that's what my dilemma. And so as interest rates rise, the value yeah. of bonds, the portion of your money and bonds goes down. So that's why I think you have to trust that the mix is right. So let's say the market tanks, just if the market does tank. Usually what would happen is it's because the economy is not doing as well, which means the value of bonds goes up, not down. So that okay. provides a certain ballast to your account. And okay. when you retire in those number of years, what are you going to have to live on at that point? Well, that's the money and Social Security. So no pension or anything like that. It's going to be that retirement yep. account and Social Security. Correct. And what percent of your living costs do you think your Social Security check will cover? Well, if we downsize, which is the, the plan is to, to downsize our house, we should be mortgage debt-free. So I would expect that it would cover, as long as we're both you know, collecting, it should cover a majority of it. I think we would not need to pull out too much each month. Um, but then if one of us passes, then, then you're oh. down to one person's Social yeah. Security. So what happens in a case like that is many times the survivor will work part-time only up to the number of hours that won't 
erode Social Security benefit. Mm-hmm. And so that becomes the backup plan. Okay. But I would not feel terribly nervous about if you're if that window fits when you're going to retire, being in a target retirement 2025 with the classic allocation of funds. I mean, it's done that way because over time it stood the test of time and there can always be exceptions, but you can't you can't cover every possibility or eventuality, but I'd be comfortable with having your money in that. And long life and health to both of you, okay? Thank you. Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where you're empowered with knowledge so you can keep more of what you make. And you can follow me at facebook.com slash Clark Howard. Well, I got good news for your tummy. We are moving into another wave of discounting for eating out and buying groceries. And that's because Americans are, well, we overall are being more careful with our money. You know, we've been through a pretty significant period where we as Americans were not saving really anything. The savings rate dropped to 2% recently, where we as Americans were saving only two cents of each dollar we made. And that is pretty pitiful. In fact, if we're going to have financial security in our lives, we need to be saving a dime or more of every dollar we make. But the rate of savings is creeping up some and is closing in on four cents of each dollar. What that means as a practical matter is, in terms of discretionary spending, Americans are trimming that in order to save more money. And so you're already starting to see heavier promotional activity as you go shopping and as you go eating. One of the first places you see the price sensitivity is in fast food and quick serve. And in both of those categories, the deals that are appearing are really great. In the supermarket sector, we have the added fact, the added factor that Aldi, everywhere they go, has been able to change the price equation for its local competitors that in the supermarket business, heavily dominated by mid-price supermarket chains, it's a brutal thing for them when Aldi comes to town. And so even people who don't shop at Aldi, and somebody asked me to spell it the other day, A-L-D-I, even for people who don't shop at Aldi, you benefit from their entry in a market affecting prices. The supermarket industry, though, is facing competition from every possible direction as more and more the, um, the most savvy of convenience store chains are selling food. The dollar stores selling food. Uh, everybody is in it. The, uh, the discount stores. Think about it. Walmart is the largest grocer in the country today. So... Grocery stores had been hoping 
that 2018 would be a year they could push profit margins higher and the marketplace isn't allowing that to happen. So you are still in charge, still in control with your food dollar, but again, the most obvious place you'll see the promotions and discounting right now, quick serve, and if you're not familiar with the difference between fast food and quick serve, quick serve replaces up the price chain a bit from fast food. There are places like Chipotle, um, Panera Bread, the places that have a higher average ticket price versus traditional fast food. But the promotional activity is going to be commonplace this year because we've just reined in our spending just enough. Mary is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Mary. Hey, how you doing? Great. Thank you, Mary. You got a question for me about your long-term future. <laughs> yes, I hope it's very long-term. Um, my husband is 59, and I'm 54, and I hear a lot about everybody's retirement plans, and we have not really had one. Um we have about 40000 saved, and that's it. And for us, since we're older, um, I've been reading um, up about Social Security, and I realize that my question is probably going to be on the Clark Howard Uber reel, but is it ever good to take Social Security early if you do not want to, I don't even know how to phrase this question, but stay in your regular job, like my husband does accounting and would not like to do that till he's 65. We have a sure. young daughter and would like to be able to make some memories with her. And I think Aww. the root of my question stems from my parents never making it to their Social Security age. Oh, well, I'm sorry you lost your parents so young. Thank you. So this is... Uh, I'm going to talk about it first in dollars and cents, and then we'll talk about it in the practical human terms that you've brought to the table, okay? Okay. So if you haven't had an opportunity as a couple because of life to save a, a meaningful amount of money for retirement, and right. there's no pension either of you are going to have, is that right? Right. The longer you delay taking Social Security from a dollars and cents point, the better it is because every year you delay essentially makes the check 8% larger. It doesn't right. mean that overall you end up with more money because the, the reason it goes up each year you delay is that the actuarial tables are basing it on the typical lifespan, the actuarial ex expectation of how long the average person will live from the point they take Social Security. The advantage for you, if you did wait, is that the initial check you get is larger, and then every year there's a cost of living adjustment, the next year's check is larger too, and on like okay. that. So your initial check has the base of it creates what the check is going to be on and on. Now, you brought up a completely different circumstance, though, so moving to the human side. Yes. If 
your husband is burned out on what he's doing and wants out on his 62nd birthday, it's not for me to tell him, don't quit. Because life is precious and we only have so much of it and we don't know how much of that there's going to be. Right. But you would, as a couple, really have to think through, can you function on just what the Social Security check would be? How do you figure that out? Like when you look up on the Social Security website and it says, well... If you take it at age 62, you get 30%. Or So how do you even go about figuring something well, I'm, like that? Well, I'd like for you to look at buying a software package from something called Maximize My Social Security. Okay. It's $40, I think. Great. I'm checking right now. Is that right, Joel? Still 40 bucks. And it will run an exact scenario for your situation as a couple. Okay. And so it will it will look at all the variables okay. and give you a great sense of uh, what feels right if it is right for you. Okay. Well, thank you. I sincerely want to say thank you. I you always treat people with kindness, and I was really nervous. To call in. Oh, I'm sorry. Question. So I really want to say thank you for how you treat all your listeners. It's just great. Well, you are very sweet and kind to say that, and I, I don't want anyone to ever be nervous because it's just us talking over the neighborhood fence. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So thank much. you, and best to both you and your husband. Rick is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Rick. Hey, Clark. How you doing? Great. Thank you, Rick. So you're you're pretty good at uh, making things happen in your life, huh? We're trying. We uh, we made a lot of changes recently to our uh, daily finances, trying to get out from under a huge amount of debt. Ooh, I'm sorry you had a lot of debt. No, we did it. How can I help you then? So, in addition to clearing up some of the uh, monthly expenditures and applying all of that money towards one large debt at a time. I'm looking to do a second job, and I considered doing one of the drive jobs, but I really don't want to be behind the wheel, and I found one of these large nationwide chains where similar people can order up uh, manual labor, any kind of things like that, and so I signed up for that, but I'm concerned about liability, anything that I need to be aware of before I go into this. So which one are you looking at, Handy or Tackle or uh, TaskRabbit or... Trying to think, there are, there are several of them that we've talked about on the show. Sure, it's Tackle. Tackle. Okay, so they all pretty much have a, a similar business model. And what happens is people go look for somebody who can do a particular job for them. And as you build up a customer base of people who've, who've availed themselves of your services, they post reviews. And the more reviews you get, is, is the and they're good, the more people are going to want to use you. And you're basically commissioning out the referral service. And it's a great way for you to supplement income. And if you're good at what you do, 
it's going to work great for you. You know, a lot of people have a lot of different things at their house that they're just not going to be any good at, like me. And so hiring someone off of one of these apps can be a great way for me to get something done I couldn't find my way to do myself. For you, you mentioned liability. Yes, sir. What are you worried about somebody getting at you for? So one of the terms of service, I, I read it in detail. Um, if there's any kind of damage to the property or any mistakes made, things happen. Um, the company has a blanket coverage policy, but I would ultimately be uh, liable for any damages that I directly caused. So my dad, who owns his own company, suggested that I open an LLC, which would protect my personal property in the event of any kind of major issue. And you certainly could do that. Uh, what kind of assets do you have that you're looking to protect? Uh, home, vehicles. And do you own your home free and clear or have substantial equity in it? I have some equity. Okay. Uh, you know, you could go the LLC route if if you wanted to, but give me a sense. How much equity do you have? Um, so we bought the house about a year ago. And we walked into about forty thousand, and I think it's appreciated another fifteen. Okay, so you have something there somebody might try to get. Yeah. So the other alternative that may be cheaper, because you don't know that you're really going to like doing this and all that to go the LLC route, you may find it's better for you to get a liability insurance policy. Okay. Rather than go through the steps of doing an LLC. Do you have an insurance agent, or do you deal with an 800 number company? Um, yeah, one of the 800 numbers. Okay. So you can you can try and see if, if they sell liability insurance for what you're looking to do, or you could um, call an independent agent and get a quote from him or her. Okay. And, Thank you. And it, and it depends on the kind of activity you're going to be doing, how much you really need to worry about somebody coming after you. What kind of things do you think you'd be taking as jobs? Uh, well, it, it ranges from doing like home theater installations, which is pretty benign, up to like uh, small amounts of landscaping, um, moving furniture and things. I don't foresee like you know, catastrophic damage happening. I just would hate to put myself in a bad position. I don't hear anything, and, and I'm not a lawyer. I should point that out. But I don't hear anything from you that sounds like you need to be really, really extra worried about the liability side. But if you want to be extra cautious, I think start with the liability policy. Okay. I, I wasn't even aware of that. Thank you very much. Sure. And best to you and congratulations on your success to date in digging yourself out of prior debt. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget. 
giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sandra joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Sandra. Hey, how are you? Great. Thank you, Sandra. So beware of checks that show up in the mail, huh? Yeah, um, I got a refund check from a department store, and I have had an account with them, but I was really surprised that I got it. How much is the check for? A hundred dollars, and that's what threw me off, because it's an even number. And was there any explanation that came with the check? It just says, below is a refund check for the credit balance on your account. It is possible that the refund check differs from a credit balance shown on your last statement. And it says, if it occurs any changes or charges after your statement, you know, was generated, and then it gave us the number, you know, to call if you wanted to talk to somebody. So this is, a, that, this is a store card that you have that sent you a refund check? Yes, sir. And is it possible that you had uh, overpaid your account or there was a credit you were due? If there was, I wasn't aware of one. Does that make sense? I got it. So have you called the credit card company, not at any number they list on the check or anything, have you called to see if... The, this is legitimate, and you were owed the $100 refund? Oh, no. I just called the number that they gave me on the letter. No, don't do that. Lo- what did they tell okay. you at the letter when you called that number? It was busy. And okay. And I looked it up on the Internet. The number they said could be used for scams. That's what the Internet said. Ooh, that's important. Okay. So what I'd like you to do instead is call the number on your statement from the store credit folks okay and tell them you've received this check and you want to know if it's legit or not that you looked online and the number in the letter is listed as one that might be a scam phone number okay and i never even thought about calling the you know the credit card number yeah that's who i'd call because, uh, you know, there are any of a number of possibilities. Maybe it is a legitimate check that you're yeah. getting. It also could be a, a fake check that they're using to try to get information from you and take advantage of you. And so that's why talking to the source itself would be the right thing to do. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. I want you to know that I appreciate so much that you've just tuned into our podcast, that you had faith in the information and advice you get. You want more information from us? One of the best ways to get Clark Smart is with our free newsletters, Clark Daily, Clark Deals, and Travel Escape. Sign up now. You'll be able to unsubscribe at any time if you think I'm wasting your time. Go to clark.com newsletters.